All right, so today we're gonna do something fun. We're gonna run through the top 10 golf courses in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I'm gonna hold this on for later. I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with New Jersey. I'll tell you why, but I also have to applaud it. Because okay. I think, and I've seen on, on, on certain reports, New Jersey is a state ranked somewhere around 15 for golf. Yeah, that's However, accurate. I think you can make a case to move it up the list. Mm -hmm. First of all, you've got the best golf course in the world is in New Jersey. Right. Right. Another thing that you've got, the, did you know that the the term birdie was coined Lake right here City in New Country Jersey? Club. Yeah. Yes. I wasn't going to reveal Ooh, sorry. it yet. Sorry. So you're a little sleeper. Sorry. But <laughs> a little, uh, what do you call Oops. it? Oops. Not okay. sleeper. What's spoiler yep. alert there? But we've got still a lot to, to dive in on that. And then the other thing too is, did you know that even some of the most famous golf courses, including Augusta National, have ties to New Jersey mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. that some of the design yep. that went to it was inspired by some of the things that happened in New Jersey. So there's some incredible golf in New Jersey. And the other thing too is because we're here in New Jersey, we get a lot of DMs, uh, a lot of people asking, a lot of people asking even in the comments, you know, hey, I'm, I'm traveling to New Jersey. Where should I play? Where are the spots that I need to hit? And there's just so much good golf. We said, let's let's wrap it all up into one show here sure. and run through them. But like I said, I do have a bone to pick. And I'll, I'll tell you more about that later. And you may get the theme of it as we run through these 10. Um, and you may start to develop the same theme I'm thinking of, which is why we've got, we've got something else we're going to hit you with later in the show to hopefully write the ship with that. Bone. Okay, I like that. Okay. Let's write it. So... One thing I will say that's good news is that we can speak to a lot of this firsthand because I'm looking at our top 10 list and you personally, Mike, have played all but one. All but one. That's now, right. I've played, I think, eight of the 10. Oh, that's not too bad. Not too You're bad. Right there. I, I'm trying to keep You're up right with there. this guy's pace. But he's played them pretty much. So Mike can speak firsthand to a lot of these. And we can also, the other, the benefit that we have of being here in New Jersey, we've played with some absolutely terrific golfers who've really been around. We've played with a lot of people who have firsthand played mm. even what I would imagine you guys can automatically surmise is at the top of the list. We'll try to keep you waiting as much as possible. But a lot of people we know firsthand have played it and we can kind of tell you because we've asked them, does it live up to the height? So we'll get into that. But let's start right at the bottom. You ready? Number 10. Number 10. Somerset Hills. Oh, yeah. Somerset Hills. And I'm going to lump the, the number 10 eight nine and ten kind of together okay they're very similar in some ways i just think that number eight outclasses the other of its location as mm -hmm. far as views but let's start with somerset hills what was your experience how many times have you played it i played about three or four times it's a great course it's very um very country club-esque you know what i mean like the phones and cameras not allowed private very private um renovations the last time i was there they were redoing a lot of it, the course the clubhouse but it has that old clubhouse feel which is cool it's great it's like uh it, it reeks of like money things yeah. like that the course itself i love the course because it's a tale of two nines so the front nine used to be on an old uh horse race track mm -hmm. so it's all sprawling and wide open so from the first tee box you could see six seven holes on the front nine maybe even all of them to be honest with you, you could just see out there on the back nine it's a completely different golf course. I almost feel like it might be even a different designer on the back nine. Wow. Because you've got a uh, you got a par three that's like an island green, which I love. And it has like a very Augusta-style feel on the back nine. This is one of those ones where you can actually shoot well on the front, like yeah. go super low, get the confidence up on the back nine, and the game just falls apart. It's, it's pretty brutal. But you got to check it out because if you're ever fortunate enough to get onto Somerset Hill, if you, Hills, if you got a guest and you get out there, it, it, it's in the top 10 every year for a reason. In fact, I, I even think it's in the top five on most lists most years. It is. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking it up as we're talking about it. It is, it's Tillinghast. Yeah. And a lot of what the we're going to see here is Tillinghast. Mm -hmm. And, and, and partially why you get that tail of two nines, oftentimes, especially guys going back like Tillinghast in that age, they didn't have the same ability to work the land, to do make it whatever they wanted as they do now. Like nowadays, right. you can come in with modern equipment and turn any land into anything. Sure, you know. Mm -hmm. But back then, they had to more so work with the, what they had. So depending on that layout, you know, we saw that when we were in Wisconsin, and we played a Pete Dye design uh, meadow oh, the valley. Meadow valley, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was one. The front nine was in the meadow, and the back nine was in the valley, and so you got very different looks. But that's because like he laid those holes out in those different spots. But we're going to see a lot of that. We're going to see a lot of like Tillinghast and some of those. One thing I'll say is I, I'm going to ask you because I know from some of the stories you've told me, even though it's a uh, it's very private 
Mm. When you're there, from the vibe you told me is you didn't get a very stuffy vibe, right? Like it seemed like the membership was kind of chill. I mean, it was on the chiller side. There was no stuffiness. No one telling me like, don't do this, don't do that. But just it was the club rules. It no, was no cell. Phones, it was no known. Filming. like, don't take your phone out. Don't take any photos. Leave the phone away. Uh, we can't vlog it. There's no shot. Yeah, no, unfortunately, we've we've asked many times. Yeah. Um, but, but that's the reality is some courses, it's personal preference. Some courses, they don't let the cameras out there. They want to a protect a lot of times the membership and the mm. privacy of the membership. It's private. Right. Uh, and, and B it, a lot of times it's just because the keeping like the purity of play and, and not having distractions. And, and a lot of these places too, I noticed they put a real premium on pace of play. Yes, they a do. A lot of members want to be able to get in there, play their round mm. and get out and get back to whatever they're doing. So, but Somerset Hills. Uh, number 10, inc incredible golf course, and it's one that I have not yet played. So They I'm wouldn't be happy with that ranking, I'll be honest with you. They're not going to be, happy with, be happy with that. So maybe they let us on and we'll uh, move them up. Hey, yeah, you let us on the course and we'll, uh, we'll give let you a Let us feel it from a vlog time. perspective and then we'll, we'll move it up. Well, and it, it, as you said, consistently ranks somewhere around the top six, seven, depending. And everybody has their different ranking systems. Of one course. thing I'll tell you guys, our ranking, the way we're going to rank these, is not highly technical. A lot of them get into very technical as far as architecture and stuff like that we're right. going to try to wrap it all up in one big bow for you talk mm. about our personal experience, experience being there the vibe as as a golfer like our excitement level right going to play a place right that little things that are like oddities there like for example when we went to glen arbor there was this awesome floating green out there we yeah. had fun with we went to another course where i remember i forgot the name of it but it had like the best cheeseburger i've ever had in my life right you know, and it's little things that stand There's out. There's another one that's going to be up on our list in a little, little bit that I was just, I couldn't believe how incredibly fast the greens were. And the fact that it just seems like the vibe there, the membership, everybody there is just gamers. I know where you're at right now. You know what I'm thinking? I know where you're at. And they want those fast greens, difficult tests. You get like a, a lot of members who are just very good golfers. But moving up our list, number nine. Trump National at Bedminster, mm, old okay. co now the old course. So there's there's two two courses two there. courses there. You have the old and the and the new. Um, we haven't played the new. We got the opportunity to play the old in a outing event. Um, what I would say is the reason we threw it in a little bit lower on the list. Incredibly well maintained, manicured. I mean, if you want very pure fairways, fast, very true greens, all that stuff. You've got it there. You got it. What for me it kind of lacked was a little bit of character. Yeah, didn't have much. Yeah, I mean, uh, some of the courses we'll talk about further up on the list have a lot of character mm -hmm. and, and just like there's something like a feel to it. This felt very, very clean, very, you know what I mean? But I felt like most of the holes, there was nothing there that that just like wowed me. Like I didn't make a turn and all of a sudden be like, whoa, Mike, look at this tee shot. Look at this hole. It was like, there was, the, I think it was 18. I was going to say the last three holes with that par three. Remember the air cannon hole? Right. And, and they, then the, the they 18. work them around that, that little pond. They now had we had there. a little so bit of character there. You had a little bit of a water, like a feature there. I feel like most of the character, honestly, in the place went into like the massive clubhouse. Yes. I mean, locker room. Locker like, room. We've never it. seen a locker room like that before. It's like mansion. It's like gold knobs and yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just rows of um, of the lockers that are just like, it's just spacious. And some of you may have gotten to see it. They had a, a live event there mm. uh, about a month ago. And you got they to did. see a little bit of that inside there. But um. It's probably it's one of the most expensive clubs to belong to in this state. Yeah, it's up there, top five most expensive initiation fee, monthly dues, uh, and everything like that. But it's a country club, so it's got the pool. To me, it's got though, the like if you're joining a club like that and you're laying out that money, I think you're doing it for like the who's who factor. Of course, you're there, you're rubbing elbows with some people who are, I'm sure, it's very powerful yep. politicians, businessmen. I mean, it was it's owned by a former president. Correct. You know what I mean? You're doing that. To me, as far as a pure, like a golf challenge, like I, I just felt like other courses had more character than it. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I mean, agree. Just like, and we're going to talk about some of that character when we get higher up that list. Higher up the list. Yeah. I'm already looking at our number five, you know, which is not far from it. And I just felt like that course was loaded with character. So stay tuned for number five. But moving up the list, again, still on that same kind of trajectory here is liberty national oh yeah so one thing that liberty national has gotten as far as if you talk about any type of criticism we're still talking about best golf courses in the world here right but if we're nitpicking on criticism some people say the course itself the layout there's nothing again too there's no it does not have a ton of character it's a sightseeing golf course for me i had fun playing it 
and I played it well from what I remember because it was very flat and it was forgiving. There was holes on the back nine. I remember if you missed the fairway right, you were just on another fairway. So you take this old land, which I think was like a dump or something at one point, a landfill, and they turned it. I mean, views a million. You get Statue yeah. of Liberty, New York mm-hmm. City. So there's one part three, third hole, fourth hole, whatever it is, that you're on the tee box. The flag is there, and right behind the flag is, is Lady Liberty. It's pretty cool. The And that's why I think we we bumped it up to the eighth spot. Right. Because it's got the views, the experience, got, yep. the clubhouse. Clubhouse is up there. It's cool. It's modern. To me, like that's like... I'm on this list. If we're ranking clubhouses on this list, I put that one up pretty darn high. That's that's up there. I but think. but these are There's all so gems. Many. There's some gems. You're thinking of them, right? Back up a sec. Yeah. Maybe yeah. what we'll do is after we get through this list, let's, real let's quickly run clubhouse. through some clubhouses. But I'm thinking about this, like with with uh, Liberty National, and I didn't get a chance to play it, but I've walked it many times. We were there for the Presidents Cup. Yep. We were there when the Barclays was there. Yep. Um. It's Presidents Cup. We said Presidents Cup. Presidents Cup. Yep. Presidents Cup was there, so it's 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 got the prestige of having played some incredible events, and I do think it's it's a feat of golf architecture in that they took basically, as you said, a landfill and yeah. they t- out of out of a not a very nice spot, and mm-hmm. they made it beautiful. Um, the membership there, forget about That's it. another I who's mean, who. It's, it's a who's who of celebrities. When I got off the course that day, I had lunch inside. Food was incredible. Oh my god, uh, Mario Lemieux at the table next to us. Yeah. Yeah, just there's there. plenty of sightings of guys like Jordan Spieth. Justin Timberlake's member, I heard. Yeah. Uh, all I people mean, all over the world, they fly in and they play it when they're in New York. Exactly. Right? You're coming through New York. It's you a ferry take ride. A ferry or, in their case, probably a helicopter, okay. <laughs> and they play this thing. But as far as the course it, itself goes, right? If you're, if you're more of the architecture purist, it's nothing compared to what we have number one on our list. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just, to me, again, it's a very beautiful golf course aesthetically. Some of the like the streams that they have running, the fairways are as as soft and comfortable and yep. pure as you can imagine. The greens are, are well-maintained. T- of course, anything at this level is going to be a 10 out of 10 on maintenance. But character... I just feel like it wasn't there. It wasn't. Uh, not as much. But I'm also, like clubhouses, I also love ranking closing holes at a golf course. Okay. Because I think they have a lot of character. Because you have the clubhouse in the distance. People yeah. usually often stand there to watch the final match. Clubhouse, I'm sorry, the 18th hole at Liberty National has character. Because you're on the water. Skyline is like but, in your tee shot. But it was the thing. Does, does the hole really have much the character. hole itself. I feel like what you got is a straightaway, pretty much. Straightaway, a little bit of bend Bunkers left, bunkers right. But all... OB right. All OB right. The Hudson is right. The, the Hudson's there. But like if you took that par four, right, and just picked it up, cut it out, and just put it on another golf course, it would be a non-event. Right. The ter- the actual it's land just, and everything there, there's no frills. Right. It's yeah. a straightaway par it's, four. It's a straight par four, a flat par four right. going into a green. The fa- What makes it so amazing is that what's to the right of it is the Hudson and further out there's the Statue of Liberty and coming and the clubhouse right. beyond the beyond the green is there's the beautiful clubhouse right but the, what I'm saying is the hole itself Self, it yeah. doesn't hold a candle like if you took if you took a hole like that and just placed it in a no-name golf course no one would know about it mm-hmm. that's what I say when I mean character gotcha I want to see the hole that it's like and we're going to talk about this. It's kind of really cool. And, and later in the show, we're going to run through some other extra golf courses. And there's one that like, it's it's all about the famous architecture of different holes. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the holes that you could take those holes and you could put them anywhere and they would stand out yeah. versus just kind of blending I in. I got you. You got okay, what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. So moving up a bit, um, another course we've been fortunate enough to play super hard. In fact, they just had the US Amateur here. Is Ridgewood Country Club. Yeah. Paramus. And there's a good reason why they host events there because it's is. legit. Now, this is what I'm saying. Like, we're moving up the list as far as the course itself. There's a little bit more of that, that there. Teeth. You know what I mean? This is stuff, the course that can be very challenging. No first cut or rough. Yeah. There's, That's you go, character. You do. You go <laughs> Come on. fairway and then rough. And when they want to grow it in, it, it yeah. can be anything from a, a a local like member tournament yep. to the literally the u.s amateur or a pga tour event they can just grow that rough in you miss the fairway i mean you are penalized you are big time that's a tilly as well i believe right that's i believe has. that's a tilling ass i'd have to he to uh he punishes you by having to bring your fairway finder to ridgewood and the greens there are no picnic a lot of turtle tops a lot of uh they're lightning quick always year round yep anytime i've ever played it they were like 13 14 um 
I think one of their the, the course's neighbor, which is on this list down the road. It's a course I enjoy. Is even faster greens. Oh, but, that one. Yeah, th- what, well, there's a lot of courses right there. There's a, there's a course that you can play right there, Paramus. And there's Paramus. I, public. I like Paramus. Yeah, it's a great public I'm course. I'm a fan of that public. It wouldn't right be anywhere near this list, but... Course. Right. Um, so, let's see here. But Ridgewood's tough. I think there's, um, I think, 27 holes on property. You know what we need? This cor- that we need a good fact checker. <laughs> yeah. um, 27 holes, you're right. We don't need a fact checker. We got Mike. It's there a tilling go. house. Um, beautiful clubhouse. One of the better drives in. Gorgeous clubhouse. I mean, lots of money there. Lots of money to join. It like very old. Waiting list to get in. Yeah. Um, Founded in 1890. And that's another thing that you get. One thing I like you get with New Jersey golf that you don't get sometimes. Some of the big golf states we think of, Florida, Arizona, things like that. You get a lot more of the modern courses. Mm-hmm. But when you want like your history. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about like some of the first golf courses in America. We're talking New Jersey. Mm-hmm. We're talking uh, Massachusetts. Like when we played at Brookline. We're talking some of the very first golf right. courses. Um, but yeah, Ridgewood Country Club. Um it's it's just an absolute treat, but again, you got to get an invite to get out there. Yeah, you do, you do. But it's it's on the list every year for a reason. It's a great course. It's challenging. It's beautiful. Um, character wise, I think other than that, uh, the tough greens that really challenge you, and that no first cut or rough. I yeah. don't know what else it's it's got. What for was it. that? What was that? Uh, which hole was it that has that bird that attacks you? Is that oh, one or is that the ten? That's ten because you come back There's out from a the bird clubhouse. In the tree that will attack and everyone you. knows about it. All yeah. the caddies will tell you. You get too close to that tree. Great. Talk about hazards. Right. There's just a big bird protecting his nest, and he, he will attack. swoop you. He even said like, if your ball goes under there, just like take it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like leave it there or yeah, whatever. Right. But h- hilarious. Um, all right, that's moving cool. up, number six, and you said right very close to there is Arcola Country Club. Yeah. Talk about a cool vibe membership. Gamers. Gamers. That's the one I was hinting at earlier. Well, there's a difference between Ridgewood and, and Arcola, I think, right there. I think maybe age of membership might be a little skewed sure. younger at Arcola. Sure. And I mean, a little inside information. I think one of the right. hardest ones to get on on this list, as far as if you want to become a member, is Ridgewood. Yeah. They just have a, a very... We, and we know this kind of like some some people who we know have tried to get on, get memberships. Um, you don't buy your way in. Is Dr. Pete a member there? No, he's not a member there. Oh, I thought he was. Um you, you don't, you don't, I mean, and I don't want to like say any names here because the fact that I don't know who wants to say what, but I mean, I, I know people who've tried to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, I know somebody who would, you I've known people who've them. tried and not gotten in. I've known people who've gotten in and they told me that the process that it took to get in, which was a long process. Were years, years. Yeah. Um, many, many people have to vouch for you to get in. Um, but I mean, I, I know a guy who, uh, let's just say that like, money's not an issue for him like mm. one of the richest people in the state uh who you couldn't get in yeah and and when i say couldn't i mean he bailed partly through the process because it was just too much and he's like forget this got it um it was too cumbersome mm-hmm. but it's just proof that it's it's money's not everything sometimes you see the price tag like expensive you right. know you still memberships. interview process right and it's usually it's a many year and then you're a junior member one cool thing i don't want to skip over though of ridgewood historically who was it with the pole? Was it was it either Bobby, Bobby Jones? Jones or it was the guy I always confused Bobby Jones with. I always, um, oh man. Well, this is why we have uh, you guys as far as you guys are our fact Sam checkers. Sneed was the other guy. No, I, I think it was Bobby, Bobby Jones. Jones. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was Bobby Jones. So there's, and, and actually just at the U.S. Amateur this year, somebody recreated it. Or I maybe it was last it up year. Somebody recreated it. Was, um, there, was, was it a flagpole? Well, yeah. So I'll explain this while we're doing it. There's a there's a flagpole that's probably 50 yards away from the back patio, and I believe it was Bobby Jones. And if anybody knows the story better, post the story in the comments. But uh, I'm going off of my memory here. I don't know if it's Bobby. All right, go ahead. I think it was I think it was Bobby Jones. Oh, now I'm getting like Byron Nelson vibes. Oh, yeah. Byron Nelson. I just got there a Byron go. Nelson that, vibe. Then Zach confirmed that's it. That's see, Zach's our okay. fact checker. So it's Byron Nelson. Excuse me, Bobby. Uh, it was Byron Nelson and, and, and they challenged him that he couldn't hit the flagpole from the patio, 50 yards, maybe something like 50 yards, just like an old school stinger. 
and he hit it. Ding. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, I forget what the bet was all for, but it was a pretty incredible story. And the, everyone, you know, everyone who sits on that patio tells that story and looks cool. at that pole. And, and, and they put so, a plaque there. Somebody on the recently did. Did they? That, that marked where he did it from. Yeah. Just just an incredible history. little A lot thing. of history in New Jersey, yeah. guys. But all right. So moving back up. Arcola, like Arcola. we were talking about. Fast Fastest greens. greens I think we've ever played. Yeah. Um, I don't, uh, there's not many trees there. I feel like there's a lot of wind swirling. There is a um, lot it's of tough. elevation changes. There. Yes, a lot and of elevation the cool thing about the elevation changes is, um, even though you're much further from New York City than you would be at Liberty National, you can see the sk- city skyline from some of those, especially by the clubhouse. Yeah, some of those high up elevations, um, fescue, fescue everywhere. to the rescue, baby. Those things, it's everywhere. You missed the fairway there. Yeah, Ridgewood's got the no first cutter rough, but this place has got high fescue. Fescue, rolling fairways, yep. uh, some blind shots, really relying on caddies there. Sneaky water. Remember I was in that standing in that ravine? Yes, <laughs> I do. Um, uh, fast greens that you have to be in the right spot in the green. I'm thinking, I think it was nine. They're like, listen, if you get above the hole here, just forget it. Yeah. And I, I, I did like a funny thing where I just tapped the ball just to show how fast it was from the back of that green. It just Gone. rolls off gone love their practice facility they got a range they got a short game area that you drive over to they just kind of redid the clubhouse they have a lot of events there morgan hoffman's a member there he was on the podcast yes he does his uh, charitable event for muscular dystrophy there every year he always gets big names to come through um but other than that i mean i love going to arcola i love to try to get out there once a year because it's a test man it is such a test there as well and that's what i'm saying like the membership they keep it that way on purpose there's a lot of really good but, golfers there who are members and they yep. just want to have that test by the way i had a uh a, a tuna poke bowl is it poke or pokey or what do you call it poke yeah poke again right uh i had one there i would cut off my left hand to have again i don't know what it was it was just this bowl with this with tuna and this the rice and i was just the first time ever eating inside i was like yo something that's not on our list but arguably could be manhattan woods the tuna sandwich. Zach say, hates which it. one better, yeah. tuna sandwich or the tuna poke ball at Arcola? I mean, we're we're living pretty. Lucky we're living pretty good, right? Those. Say this, uh, it's it's hard to compare. This thing was so good. Really? No, you know, I gotta like go snap peas now. in it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. And there you have it. All right, moving up. Number five. Did we just do five? No, we did number six. Okay, Arcola. Yep. Number five is Hamilton Farm. Which we'll be playing this week. We're playing this week, and you know what? It's a lot. It's it's up high on the list of that you'll see normally. But this is again personal preference. We put it a little we higher it than it where it's it. usually ranked. But again, the reason we'll say this is I think it's a course with a lot more character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's first of all built on that old farmland. They've got the the, the, the some of the barns that are still worked really in cool. some of the original farm equipment that's there. I mean, to me, that's where it just screams like a lot of character. Also, ele- elevation changes, fairways that you have to hit. Um, I'm thinking even 18 there. Uh, tough court, tough, tight, huge. I mean, some of the biggest, deepest bunkers I've seen anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking like some of the bunkers we were in would be comparable to like 18 at Bethpage Black. They were deep. Yeah. I'm talking like 20 feet deep. Mm-hmm. type of things um i love the way the course kind of weaves its way around that property um you feel like sometimes you're in wide open areas and then sometimes you're in very tight shots with, yep. around trees um 17 th- that par three is really cool because it looks like down the shoot birdie the that, distance you? you just yeah i did birdie that one mm. you just keep looking and then the, it goes on to you can see the clubhouse the in the distance yeah. clubhouse it's in the distance um Zach's One of my favorite courses. Yeah, I had, to, I had to actually plug the microphone in to say that this should be the number one course on the list. <laughs> <laughs> From somebody who doesn't play golf. He, yeah, I mean, it, it did scream a lot of character. I thought it was beautiful. I well, I mean, look, great. it would be number one in a lot of places. I just think we've got some courses coming up here. <laughs> we got some, some fire that's about to come up on this list. Personally, we, I think our number five. two should be number one, but we'll get to that conversation in a second. Okay, that's because you're, you're a big fanboy over there. I understand Fanboying. Big fanboy. Okay. But I'll tell you what, stay, staying really quickly on um, on uh, Hamilton Farm, the other reason, too, why I think it's such a, a great spot is they also have a par three course there that is like no par three course I've ever seen before. It's awesome. For many, many so years, nice. I think it was the only USGA rated par three course mm-hmm. in the country yeah uh 18 hole i should say 18, 18 holes because augusta has one mm-hmm. but it's a nine hole this is 18 holes par three that is just beautiful 
challenging. Again, same thing, character. I'm thinking of that little red barn that was sugar out there, shack. little sugar shack. Mm-hmm. Um, water, uh, long holes, short holes, bunkering everywhere. Uh, you weave your way through like the horse paddocks. Yeah, remember that last hole with the island green kind of? Yes. You know? Yeah. Almost had two aces on that course. It came super did. close. You did. It almost make you think you got to play it again soon. Mm-hmm. But just an, just a, a course that I, I think you play it, um, you play it the right time of year, especially fall. It's just, it's absolutely visually stunning. Um, it's a tough course, but it's not a course that's going to, you know, send you packing. Like you can score there. You can score there, sure. But it, it's just an incredible spot. Um, actually, I first heard about it from some on Instagram, I forget who, uh, one of the the great Instagram photographers had posted a bunch of pictures from it. And I look at this place, I'm like, this is incredible. So I click the location. I'm like, this is close to us. And yeah. immediately the next thing I do is text Mike. I'm like, have you seen this spot? He's like, yeah, I know people. Maybe we can get out there. Boom. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then we went. And then we went and oh, played. So yeah, back was... out there this Wednesday. And we haven't, we think we played it that only time we did play the full 18, the full course, the big course was mm-hmm. in November. I think it was late in the year. So now we're playing in so September, so it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be. It's you know, prime. It have a it was, hot day. It was chilly that one It was day cold, we yeah. Went. It was a little rainy. That was my first day, actually. That was your first day on uh, the gig. First golficity day And was out. that the second time we played Hamilton? No, oh, first. That was the first time you played, and then I yeah, missed the he day couldn't you be guys at the second played one. the part three course. The part three course. Which I was pretty right. bummed about. Yeah. But just, it, it's an incredible place. I've seen some of, like, um, like I saw Titleist used it as a backdrop for one of their commercials to film a commercial there. Yeah. I saw like N- Nelly Corda out there just mm-hmm. sticking pins. Why not? It's such a beautiful um, backdrop. I mean, it's, it's that level. It's that level. It's just a gorgeous course. Like I said, screams character. Great spot. Yeah. And by the way, guys, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel over there, just golficity, we've actually played and filmed a lot of the courses on these lists, right? Yep. So you could see them firsthand and our experience with them. Some are older than others. The Ridgewood. I, Some are, but uh, yeah, check them out. We'll Speaking be adding more. Which, mm-hmm. Another one we've played on the channel, Plainfield Country Club, number four. Plainfield Country Club is number four on our list, and it is character ridden. Yeah, Donnie Ross. It's a Donnie Ross like mecca. It gets you too, Donald like Ross. I mean, all of all of the uh, false fronts, tough greens you could want absolutely strategically placed bunkers uh conditionally manicured to death like this is the yeah. place you want to you, you know you're you're going out there to, to see where do i want to take pictures for like this golf ca- wall calendar right that i'm putting together right. you go to Plainfield. i yeah. mean it, it's it's absolutely pure in that way but one thing we loved in the clubhouse the donald ross it's room. like the donnie room yeah Right, it was Incredible. just like a, a Donald Ross museum in there. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, the but, signs, the statues. Yes, mm-hmm. and you know, all and, and the clubhouse is gorgeous. It's also again character wise, it's a historic site. They've got the cannon there when you're driving up because from I think it was the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was you know some history that had happened right on that those grounds, um, but very it can be a very difficult course but it can also be a course that is manageable and playable from the right tees uh you want to stretch it we saw the barclays played there i think they can tip it out somewhere around like 7200 yards it can be a long course Mm -hmm. um but where we played it like you can play it around like 66 6700 yards it's not going to absolutely destroy you um but it's a, it's a course. It's it's good to like kind of have somebody there to help you. Like, no, I remember there's one that says like a hidden kind of like fall off ravine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? I think it was a par five, and if you don't know that, you're in trouble. So, Donnie put some good work in there. Donnie, architecture wise, character wise, it's up there. Yeah, he totally did. He uh, Donnie even got Zach that day with uh, his tree design. Remember, he lost the drone in the tree. <laughs> I got it back. He got it back. But, Donnie got you too. He gets I golfers did, and I, videographers. I did have poison ivy for like five months. He got after you. That, though. He yeah, got I you, got man. it really bad. Some of the worst poison ivy I've ever gotten. Plainfield Country Club. Check yeah. it out. Well, that, yeah, Zach was digging around those trees looking for the drone and uh But I could get beat up bit up. I can literally think of there's some holes there that are they're challenging. There's a lot of elevation there as well. I can even you know that back nine when we went over that ravine, then we started coming back up the hill. 
Closing hole was really great. Again, love a good closing hole. It's not my most exciting closing hole. There was really nothing to it. It was that dog leg that we were all trying to hit draw and go for it for no yeah. good reason at all. Well, they had the, they yeah, they haven't, and that became like a, a real risk reward hole on the PGA mm-hmm. Tour uh, of guys trying to bomb it for the green. Yep. Um, and and it, the depending whole, on where they put the tees. Sometimes, right. too, like sometimes one thing we learned, I think I learned it there. We were playing with Ryan Hager, who's an incredible coach, and he's a great follow on Instagram. If you're not already following him, he puts out some some great tips. But we were playing with him, and it's not always for PGA Tour events where they just use the furthest back tee box. Mm-hmm. In that case, I believe, or at least one of the four rounds, they moved the tee box up right in that like uphill 330 range yeah. for a par four to like just to test them mentally yeah. yeah like who's gonna go for the super protected uphill green right remember the trees to the left side again, left some great mm-hmm. deep bunkering um i got caught in one of those bunkers myself that's right um, and it, it's just uh it, it becomes like a very thinking man and I th- that's what i love again about some of these old designs Tillinghast, donald ross which we're seeing a lot of at the top of this list really um Really, really make you think out there. Oh, definitely. And I'm that's surprised that character it's at four. I was talking about. But yeah, definitely a lot of character there for sure. So that's our number four. Now it's number four. Number three. We, we still got some good ones. Number three, we put Bayonne. Okay. So all right. Again, can okay. bounce around on the list where you want it to be, whatever it may be, depending on how you rank them. But we were going based on a lot of like playing experience, character, a little bit of story, things like that. Bayonne is a spot that is an absolute feat of engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, the Talk designer the is also the owner, or he, he was help, helped in the design, right. and he poured a lot, of, a lot of love and a lot of money into the place. He did, yep. He talked about, as I said earlier, where nowadays with modern equipment, we can work the land and do whatever we want. Well, this was a true dump. Mm-hmm. You know, right in Bayonne, New Jersey, I mean- views forget about it oh yeah you, you're looking right at, at new york city everywhere you go um but it was a dump it was a trash heap yeah. basically i mean they had to create that land from nothing it's wild something from nothing with the hills and the they literally dredged they used they used the they didn't dredge the hudson on purpose for this but they were dredging the hudson mm-hmm. to make it deeper to accommodate bigger and bigger boats and they reused a lot of that there yeah, to the, create the owner said i'll take that yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take that material yeah move that over here right so i mean Let's great go. reuse of something but you i mean talking about huge elevation changes huge hills and 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 fairways lined with these these mounds and you you think when you were down on the fairway because they were so lined on both sides you couldn't see out yeah you you would think you were transported to scotland Mm -hmm. you know or or ireland it looked like a true lynx experience fescue rolling hills challenging then you'd get out and you'd emerge to a tee box and you get back to a higher elevation and then you'd know exactly where you were yeah there's you a know, lot of blind shots looking at new york city mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff blind shots tough difficult um layup type holes par fours that are not very long but you can't see the green can't go over make you hit your spot into yeah. a fairway uh, a par five that was very reachable and even tempting with like this um almost a punch ball shaped green lets you really rip and go after it. But the risk was if you were short, you were gone. Yeah. I'm talking about like marshlands and uh, just incredible. Yeah. It beats you up if you make mistakes. It does. Yeah. hundred million dollars. It costs to build the place. A hundred million dollars. It's when it's got those types of views. So, well, it's like when one of my favorite have a a passionate owner where money was not an issue Mm -hmm. and just, being able to, you know, do what he wanted there and work and, and just pouring a hundred million dollars at a clubhouse is just absolutely incredible. The big American flag flying over mm-hmm. it. Um, you just, flag, you don't know where you are. You like, you, you feel like you're in, there's a par three there. You're like, you, you could definitely be, you know, on a top 10 course in Ireland. Do you think you are? Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt this has definitely got to be high on the list. And those views are ridiculous. The clubhouse is one of my favorite clubhouses out on this list because, you walk into it, you got this old money feel, but when you go upstairs, there's like this restaurant that you go out on the patio and boom, there's New York City yeah. with the putting green below you. It's super cool. Uh, absolutely just incredible. And, and when we talk again about like the, the character that I like, 
even talking about the halfway house. The halfway house. That's this little One wood of my shack that's built into the it's hill. Built into the hill. And it's just like it kind of it's hidden. Like it's just hidden in the hill. And again, where where they were able to just create the landscape however they want, they were able to create it with this vibe and this feel that you were, you know, in these other other places. And um just uh, again any of these places it's a, it's an it's an all-star list as far as who the membership is but also who plays there yeah um it's one of those things that's high on the list i know a lot of pga tour players when they're in the new york new jersey area for other events they they'll get go out to liberty there. they'll go to bayonne they go out especially and play. If they're in manhattan you, you know, know I, I, we were talking to somebody we knew who uh said dj and somebody else yeah. were playing out in front of them right there's a helicopter landing on the 16th hole there's a, there's yep. a ferry drop off over there there's a members only ferry that comes right from New York City, and it's got TVs in it, so they can watch golf or whatever they want on their How way cool. over. Yeah. I mean, imagine that. Again, we're talking like this dripping with money. I know, I understand that, and that's, and again, that's going to come back to hang on because I'm going to tell you what my major gripe is mm -hmm. with this list. But if you had unlimited funds, or if you're, you got a really good friend who's a member there is willing to take you in. It's an experience to, to you know take your clubs jump jump on their their own private ferry it lands right by the helicopter spot where you could also take your helicopter <laughs> and you go in and you just play some of the most incredible 18 holes yeah. i mean that's one that's one where unlike what i was saying earlier with something like the liberty national some of the other ones well with the views liberty but every time you step on a tee box i remember we're like elbowing each other and being like look at this yeah wow mm. this is beautiful like check this out so it's it getting really, prettier and prettier as does. you went on it does so moving up now, what Mike believes should be number one. Yeah. Number think, two. Yeah. Baltusrol. The lower. The lower course. And the upper course, which we have not played, is usually on the top ten list. It is. So you have two 18-hole courses there that can always both be on the best in the state list. Yeah. But impressive. That's got to tell you something right there. That's going to back up my theory. Go okay, ahead. It's going to back his theory backs up. backs it up. Go ahead. So Baltusrol, first of all, something we learned just recently being there, where the name came from, uh, it, it's a farmer. What a wild story. Yeah. His name was Baltus Rawl. Right. His first name, Baltus, last name, Rawl. I mean, I, we're talking two, 300 years ago, but it was, uh, he, he, it was a home invasion. Like he was, thieves came in, robbed him, uh, murdered him and left him outside his house to and die how they did it too they tied him up and left him in the cold tied him up left him in the cold to die outside of his house and Jeez. so the club was named in his honor in fact some people uh if you want to really go down an internet wormhole <laughs> some people will say the club is it, it's one of the most haunted, haunted clubs because of of that legend we say you got baltus rolled you got baltus rolled yeah they say when something happens to you when you're out there but um just an absolutely incredible place. The history that has happened there from Jack Nicholas one iron plaque to the many, many US Opens and majors that have happened there uh, to a near 700 yard par five that they have if they want to tip it out. Mm -hmm. uh, the place is a golf dream experience to play there. Yeah, a dream. it's golf heaven. It's heaven. It's heaven. Like the minute you pull in past the guard. Is shack, it your favorite golf course? I think you've, you've said this I think it's my, it's my favorite golf course. It's your favorite, it's your favorite golf just course. Just own it. It's his favorite. It's my favorite. And it's a shame I'll never become a member there. You know, unless but they give me an honorary. You're lucky enough to say you've played your favorite golf course many, many times. Many, many times. And uh, like, I, like you pull in and like on the left, you've got the gym. And on the right, you've got the learning center. And you've got their awesome range with two tiers. One if you want to practice drives and... And then they have the, the 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 rooms where you can stay overnight as a as a member that we went into, which incredible were incredible, rooms. by the way, beautiful rooms, better than hotel rooms. Yeah. And then you've got the, the wine. wine cellar. How incredible was that? We haven't even stepped foot in the clubhouse yet in this story. These are all separate buildings. Separate buildings. Then you park, you go into the clubhouse, and now you're just like, you're just covered by golf history. Yeah. Just the shrines to Jack and to uh, um, who's the other big name that won there. I forget. It'll come to me. But well, just the display cases down the hallway. Incredible. And going back to what I said earlier, uh, where, where your tie is to, uh, to Augusta. Um, Maybe it was Lee Jansen. Uh, well, also, um, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker. Jimmy recently. Walker won yep. there. Um, but going back to what we were saying earlier, uh, Bobby Jones, who integral in, in you know building Augusta National, 
there are great pictures and stories of him and showing him playing there at Baltusrol. Mm -hmm. And he took inspiration from some of the holes there. And that's what went into a lot of what you see at Augusta. Yeah. So taking a, a huge amount of history here in New Jersey and bringing it down to Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty Did you cool. mention the fitness center too? I did. As soon as you pull in, amazing. Yeah. Big. And you can use this stuff as a member. Well, like, that's this the is thing. your golf I think, heaven. To me, it's it's top if like if I could have a membership anywhere. Right. I feel like that's where you want to have your membership. That's where you want your membership. Because the facilities, as you said, are second to none. Uh, even in the clubhouse, food-wise, there is unlimited choice of how you want to dine. Everything how many dining from, rooms were in that building? There, I counted, I think, seven dining rooms. Ones where you had to wear a jacket in here, no jacket in here. Anything no from just walking <laughs> off the course in what you're wearing and just, and just sitting right. down to eat to have to wear a full jacket. Um, absolutely just detail-oriented to death. Everything in that place, from the golf course to the clubhouse, is perfect. Yeah. There's nothing, no stone left unturned mm -hmm. yeah. there. Um, they mm -hmm. even had a major fire there like, two years ago, and they've rebuilt it like you'd never realize it happened. Mm -hmm. But again, as you said, Pro history. Pro Shop is a separate building. Pro Shop is, yeah. yeah. Pro Shop is its own experience. Right. Incredible experience. Talking about the fire, they had employees running back in to the clubhouse getting trophies and memorabilia like i think that's awesome just Having, saving like, just saving uh, well, what it would, obviously would call, it's not awesome that they had a fire but. no but saving priceless things like it just shows you how much it even means to the membership and the employees there um just a great place and then we haven't talked about the course yet moving on to the course the lower Again, it's hosted some of the biggest events in the history of golf. PGA Championships, U.S. Opens, right? Jack Nicholas, uh, Arnold Palmer duels that, that happened there. Yep. And then the way that they've taken care of us, and they've recently um, done a major renovation at the lower, um, including putting sub-air systems mm -hmm. in all of the greens. And now we're talking, that's what you see at Augusta. Sub-air, it's actually, it's hidden. Like Think about like the huge like air you know, handlers and air conditioning systems that you have in like in, in office buildings, take those things, run all that sub air underneath the, the greens and then hide those under the ground too. So you don't yeah. see it right. or hear it. And they have the ability to run cool air, warmer air, dry those greens. They can get those greens however they want them. What a project. What a project. And then there's another further out, they have their own turf farm. Turf farm, yeah. And, um, and another short, um, practice short game facility. That's what Mike needs. I need Mike, Mike needs a, his own turf, I got my own turf farm. farm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's just it's a it's a place that from start to finish, everything about the place is special. It's incredible. Um, Another character. How about the apples? Apples in coolers when you walk by. Yeah, incredible. you just pick oh, up apples out of coolers. It was it was also it was an apple orchard. Yeah. So the they, apple crates are on. They the, keep that the uh, yeah they keep that theme. There's apple crates on the range. I think it might even, the even be in the logo or no. The logo is like the uh, the wing. Oh, but there's not an apple. In yeah, but uh, um, but hey, listen. One of my favorite courses, probably my favorite course, um, the clubhouse. Talking about closing holes, let's talk about closing holes for a sec because that's been a theme here. Probably one of my favorite because of the history of the Jacks One Iron. I love the glass of the restaurant that like right there um, on the 18th hole, so every golfer who's eating can see who's finishing up. Mm -hmm. It's just incredible. It's it a is. golfer's mecca, and it's not. This is what I love. It's not a country club. It's a golf club. Right. It's all that they have there. Golf, 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 everything for golf. Right. Even even as you said, the stay over amenities are there yeah. for a lot of the membership who maybe spend half their time in Florida and then they'll come right. up and they'll no stay. Pools, no but going back yeah. to the 18th, I mean, even that, like difficult, challenging tee shot and then a very difficult second shot into that green. Um, three, the, three, hole, three shot hole for us, for us amateurs all day. But some of the guys but who had cool more of the length off the tee, they had those greens, right? And that's why you got a guy like Jack who might hit a one iron off the tee to try to stay out of that. He had a one iron, one iron there. They've since taken a lot of those trees out, opened it up, and it's 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 got a terrific can, view. Can you back up a hole to 17. When these guys come around on the tour and play it, it's a par five that they tip out to like 660-something. Yeah, yep. you got to go through the shoot at like two trees. Yep. And this is the one that Daly did, one iron, one iron. I think John Daly, yeah. <laughs> it's something like that. Or I think John Daly, you never know, I'm going to zero iron. Yeah. You know? Mm. But it's just an incredible place. And now you guys have hung on this long, so let's let's go right to number one. And I think most of you can probably guess it because one thing New Jersey has, has big thing has for itself when it comes to golf, is it holds the mantle of being the home of the number one golf course in the world. Yep. Which is 
Pine Valley. Now, I know like a lot of people will say like their number one, if you could play anywhere, would be Augusta. Uh, but Pine Valley, especially to the architectural purists, it's, you know, it's there. Uh, one of the most difficult golf courses in the world. Sadly, we, we can't speak to it firsthand, haven't played it, but we've played with, as I mentioned earlier in the show, played with a lot of people who have played there. And everybody says the same thing. It lives up to it. It yep. is an absolute test. There's a par three there. They said, if you go right to the green, it's just, it's a seven. It's no less than seven. It's just Jeez. the bunkering and the way it is, like, it's just it dead. From what I'm reading about it now, I mean, it's sand everywhere. One of the hardest courses to get on, yep. to find. It's like down this dirt road, and, and it's one of the hardest courses to play. And one of these um, old golf.com articles, maybe from like a year, two years ago, it says, uh, there's a few courses in the world that legitimately claim to succeed as being the best in the world, and they are Royal Melbourne and the old course. Yep. <laughs> so this course is right here in the state of New Jersey, Pine Valley. And it's funny because as residents of this state, you can ask 10, ask 10 golfers who live in the state, have you ever played Pine Valley? And nine or 10 of them will say no. Well, yeah. It's just I mean, impossible to people get on. Have, yeah. It's, it's absolutely, yeah. You know, and, it, and you might be saying, well, why? Well, why? I mean, I've seen photos. Golf Digest recently did like a, a drone flyover of every hole. You know, which went pretty viral, and I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, but, but what is it about it? I think it's just the difficulty. I think it's and there's so much character in the course. So from the championship tees, um, seven thousand yards for its par seventy. Incredible. I yep. mean, it, it is it is a difficult. Like, golf I want to see the scorecard on some of those and just see like what do the par threes look like? They're they're probably all big bunkers are everywhere on that place 1913 is when it was founded and and a lot Tom of designers Doak. have had their hand in that yeah yeah i mean the list of designers so everyone's kind of reached in the pot jo george arthur crump uh harry colt charles hugh allison uh tillinghast perry maxwell so but it, it, for most again for most when it comes to uh purist architecturally you know it, it's just on that top of that list and it's it's just something um, i love this quote here the world doesn't need a lot more courses that are just like pine valley <laughs> designers keep trying to imitate it but they will forever fall short it's just it it's 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 a it stands on its own it definitely stands on its own so one thing that i will say and i'm going to tell you what my gripe is and you guys might have picked up a theme on this list is that They're what i keep saying if you can play, if it, you can play, if you can get out there, they're all private. Every single one, and that's one thing that irks me with New Jersey golf mm -hmm. because we do get a lot of people who DM us and they say, "You know, I'm coming in. Where should I play?" And it's like we we have been, which we will say, forever grateful and very fortunate to have played a lot of these because of the position we're in with this golf company and getting invites and things like that. Yeah, definitely. getting out there and playing. But most of these, it's like. There, you can look at them. You can look over the fence. You know, you can be at Paramus Golf Club. We used to Muni, sit on the Muni and look over the fence. Look over the fence and say, "Look at look at Ridgewood wow, look over at Ridgewood. there. Wow, like look at Arcola. Look at." But they're private, mm -hmm. and I think what that's what irks me. One thing that really opened my eyes, and I, and I thought it was such an incredible experience, is when we went over to Scotland and we were in that St Andrews area, and there was so much incredible golf. And in Scotland, so few are private. I mean, some Kings Barnes, place like that, they carry a big number for a greens fee, 300 bucks, something like you that. Play it. But if it was something that was on your bucket list and you want to save up your money and go out there and play it, you physically could. Here, you can't. You've got to know somebody. Mm -hmm. You can't just petition to play it. You you have to know somebody. Or a lot of the people we know who've played places like Pine Valley are some of your, your top, top golfers in the state, and they get a lot of invites and things like that to play there. Right. But... uh that's my gripe is that here we just rattle off the top 10 in New Jersey and uh, you can't play any of them. What a shame. And you know, you know what else gets you on these courses is being a really good golfer. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, I mean, if you're a stick like Greg, our buddy, Greg, member yeah. at Baltus world, two-time club champ, he plays in the Pine Valley member guest as the guest every year right. for the last decade. And there's a reason why, because he's great. He's a great guy. So he has a friend at Pine Valley. We need a friend at Pine Valley. We do need a friend. Well, we need to maybe play well enough that we'll get invited in the member guests. <laughs> we'll never get to be, be the, the ringer that people <laughs> call in. But like, think about this. Like I said, all these courses, you either need to have a huge amount of money to be a member 
or you need to know somebody who's a member. You can't play any of these courses. And I don't think it's the same to sure. Every state has courses that are untouchable. They're private, whatever. But there's a lot of others that I can think of in other states where some of the best courses in the state are not uh, private. They're Mm -hmm. public. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I immediately think of my favorite course, like the Ocean Course. That's a public course. It costs a lot of money, but it's expensive. Beth Page Black, you can play it. I'm thinking a lot of the TPCs. Yep. You know, out in Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, Florida, um, the you know the players uh, where they play the players every year. Sawgrass. Sawgrass. Sure. They're playable. Like you can go out there, you can you can pay your greens fees and you can play. In New Jersey, you just can't. Can but you play Sawgrass? Sawgrass is yeah. Or is that a membership? No, I mean, you could, it, we'll have Zach fact check us. I thought it was a, especially if you I'm play, interested in that now. Resort. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Check, I, I think some it. TPCs are private. Some are. Yes, right. some are. Some are, but some, but I, I don't know if Sawgrass is, is It'd be private. great if that was public. Like TPC River Highlands, I know it's very membership driven. Right. You might not be able to just book a tea time at TPC River Highlands. At TPC River Highlands, you can't. No, yeah. it's private. Okay. But Sawgrass, what is it? Yeah, public. Okay. So For a hefty Sawgrass, price tag. It's, like it's said, very expensive. Right. There's a lot of expensive golf in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, you so know, they can even Doral, you know, stuff like right. that. But a lot of places, some some places, it's kind of like Pebble Beach, where you have to like maybe stay there in yeah, order to play. Yeah, a little harder to get. To get they're on, harder but... to get tee times. But what I'm saying is they're not impossible. It's not like you can just say, "Here's 500 bucks for a tee time. I want to play Pine Valley today. I want to play Baldwin right. today." You can't do it. Right. You can't play these courses. So we need to talk about the ones we can touch. Well, let me run through quickly. Honorable mention. We'll run through these really for the quick. other one, yeah. For the top that didn't make our top ten list, but again, most of these are private. But number four, Atlantic City Country Club, which was public, just went full private. Yep. You could have played it, so maybe you got a chance to get out there and play it. But that is, it's it's a it's a fun little course. It's fun, terrific, uh, you know, challenge things like that. And it's it is where the birdie was first, the home place of the birdie, home yep. place, the birth of the birdie, or whatever we called it when the we were there. Place. Birthplace I of the birdie. That word up the home place. Home place. Wow, the birthplace of the birdie. Birthplace of the birdie. I think it was like 1914. That's what it the first says time on the it was. Door. It was yeah. Home it was place. coined. But um, he's not a lot of cool history there. They've got the bell. <laughs> They've got a bell the outside bell, yep, that would yep. it would ring, let members know like it. the last the last trolley there, a train that was going back to Atlantic City. Really cool. Another one I haven't played this. You have. The Ridge at Backbrook. Is that public or private? Private. Yeah, another, of course. Beautiful course. It was like right in the canyons, a lot of rocks, beautiful like ski lodgy, like Vermont style clubhouse. Yeah. Um, great day. Great. Talk about character. That course had character, man. Well, I'll Tough. let you guys keep guessing whether these are public or private. Galloway National? Private. Private. It's, it's all the, it's called private, private, Played private. It in April. The day before I, we played that Crystal Springs, that was that was a tough week for me. Wow. So Galloway, another one that could make the <laughs> but list. But that's a great a course. It, we didn't make our top 10. I just didn't feel it was there, but it was a beautiful course, Galloway. There you go. And then yep. also Baltistral's upper course. Upper, yep. And I think the, the dream and something I'd love to accomplish one day, for me, the dream golf day would be to play the lower course. Baltistral's low. Go, go into that clubhouse. Get a nice breakfast. They've got great stuff there. Mm. Go out, play the lower. I'm sorry, play the upper course. Go into the clubhouse again. Have a nice sit down lunch. Turn it around and play the upper at Baltusrol. Yeah. The lower. I'm sorry. The lower. Play the, yeah. the upper in the morning. The, the lower, lower in the afternoon. That's you're all day. warmed up, and then go get dinner in the clubhouse. Dude, I'm set. Hit the and wine then, cellar. Spend the night. Yeah, spend the night. Spend the night. I'm set. <laughs> so, all right. Again, my gripe there. All those are private. So we can't send you in that direction and you come asking for what's the best place to play. So what we're going to do, let's do a quick word from our sponsors. Then we're going to come back and we're going to run through our favorite public golf courses in New Jersey. The ones we can play. The ones that you can actually play. Now, they didn't make our list. We would have put them in here. They just, they don't quite rank where the ones that we've just run through, the, the 14 that we've just run through, they don't quite rank with that, but they're still great golf courses. And we're going to take you through those in just a minute. But quick, let's do a quick word from our sponsors. All right, guys, the hours have been put in. The work has been done. As the moment approaches, you either fear it or you feel it. For Titleist, it's the moment filled with pure anticipation, the culmination of relentless pursuit of speed in every form. So step up and settle in with confidence. The TSR is here. The new TSR drivers take everything that made TSI the number one driver on tour and pack even more performance into every head. From new face technologies to CG improvements and aerodynamic refinements, when everything moves the needle, 
you're playing at Titleist speed. So go to Titleist.com, learn more about the TSR medals, and make sure to schedule your fitting today. Titleist TSR, find your faster. Big thanks to FootJoy. The Premier Series is the most played golf shoe on tour and the most played golf shoe in golficity by the way That's we're right. loving it uh guys like jt homa horschel adam scott many many more you've seen them on tour it's a it's a great shoe it's a collection of so many of the design and material characteristics that one would expect uh from one of their classically styled shoes from the premium waterproof leathers which i can't tell you how much those have come in handy during our rainy rounds uh they have natural weather uh, leather welts and great details that exude that craftsmanship Amazing traction, key, uh, great stability, lighter weight, and a modern twist to a classic silhouette is what makes that Premier Series collection so unique, it's so sleek and sexy. I love these shoes. Learn more about the Premier Series at footjoy.com. And guys, play your best with the Rapsodo MLM. It's the number one rated personal launch monitor on the market today, uh, featuring incredibly precise measurements, remarkable accuracy, data-rich visuals, and new performance combines, which we had a lot of fun doing. It's a great way to practice. We talk about practicing with a purpose and having your own mobile launch monitor at a super affordable price that Rapsodo offers $4.99. It's pretty ridiculous. We're going to tell you how you can get it cheaper in a second. But having one of these is really going to up your game. I said practice with a purpose every time you hit the range. Practice better. Better scores equal better Practice golf. like the pros. That's it. That's how they do it. So you got to do it too. Go to Rapsodo.com. Use the promo code, guys, Golficity MLM for $100 off. So get, you're also going to get $30 off the bundle discount if you want their premium membership so that you can go play the combine. So that's $130 off using our code, Golficity MLM. Go and check out Rapsodo today. And if you haven't heard, the Precision Pro NX10 rangefinder is here. We've been using it all season, really enjoying it. It is by far our favorite rangefinder. It's also the most customizable rangefinder out there. They've got these great sleeves. So one rangefinder becomes many. You can show off everything from your your state to the, you yeah. know to your favorite teams, and mm. everything is on there. You can show off your style. But even more importantly, the upgraded internals mean it's got lightning quick target lock. It's also got improved HD optics and a new LCD uh, display, and they've increased the strength of the magnets. Just those little details that we really love. You get to just stick it right there on the cart. Very great. Feels great in the hands. Uh, as I said, the interchangeable plates are, are terrific. But what we really like, too, is that Precision Pro Care Package. So they've got free battery replacements, two-year warranty on rangefinders, some of the best customer service you'll find anywhere in the industry, a 90-day return policy, free shipping, and get this. When you use our promo code GOLFICITY, you get $20 off. So swing with confidence, hit more greens with Precision Pro Golf. All right, guys, let's get back to our episode. All right, so... We mentioned our gripe is that everything on that list, all this incredible golf is something we most of us get to peek over the fence at, but that's about it. Never actually get out there and play. If you're fortunate enough that you know somebody and you've gotten on these courses or if you're fortunate enough to be a member at one of these courses, you know, consider yourself blessed. I mean, this is some absolutely oh, yeah. great golf. Mm -hmm. um, but let's move on to some of our favorite public golf courses, golf courses you can play because you know what? New Jersey's, you know, it, it does a pretty darn good job there too. There's some great courses. Sure does. Especially what I find a, a lot of them are around that. We met, we finished off talking about Atlantic City Country Club. That Atlantic City area has some great golf as well. Mm -hmm. um, starting with number five, we'll count we'll count up from five. Twisted Dune. Yeah, Twisted Dune is a course we got to play. Um, Talk about character. Yeah, uh, tough too. Tough, yeah. tough, tough. Like uh, f fairway bunkers that. Put, make such a premium on hitting the fairway because if you're just off the fairway instead of just normally contending with some rough there were some bunkers that at your best you can wedge it out yeah it, there's no doubt i mean it's also like the top bachelor party golf destination in this area so if you're doing a, a trip like that down to atlantic city this is probably the first course you book yeah because it's one of those courses that that if you it can be a lot of fun for everybody but if you've got golfers in your group you know Remember the, those guys who came from the night out to the tea time? Yes. <laughs> there were guys. We thought we had the first tea time. We were getting there as the sun was coming up, and there were guys on the range in the dark. Yep. And they just hadn't gone to bed. <laughs> nope. That, that's something you get at Atlantic City, that's for sure. But uh, fun course, good greens. Um, it's one of those ones that, to me, if you if, and that's why we put it on our Jersey Shore Tour when we were down there. If you're down in Atlantic City, that um, kind of, uh, you know, 
what would you call that? Like almost the mid state. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people come over from, from Philadelphia yep. over. Uh, it's one of those ones that I think you just got to put on that list. It's a must play. Yeah, 100 bucks, 120 bucks tea time. Yeah. So it's going to be in that little higher price range, but for a good reason. It's for a good reason. It's a good mm-hmm. course. Um, number four on our list is Architects. There was a fun course. That was a Phillipsburg, lot of fun. Phillipsburg, New Jersey. Yeah. Very fun. You one, one, of my, one of my favorite courses we've been to for sure. Character up the you know what. And that's what I say again, for, coming from somebody who's not a golfer, like even. You know, you just like the vibe. And yeah, the idea. I just like the feel, and obviously, I'm a drone pilot, so I like the look of courses. So when you have different looks every hole, that kind of keeps, uh, like my like my job fresh every hole. I guess you could say. Yeah. When you go to some of these clubs, uh, even some of the clubs on the list, uh, I kind of feel like I'm flying the same hole just a bunch of times. It all feels pretty similar, but Architects, it just was new and different every hole. It was really cool. Yeah, it, it was just the way it is. And the reason they call it architects is because each hole is designed in a style of a famous architect. And they've got these great plaques and they tell you a little bit about each architect and, and you know, why the, they designed a certain and way. Like their three famous courses that they've designed, which Ex- is a cool touch. To exactly. Yep. So you had just the laundry list of incredible courses, but everything from Donald Ross to Tillinghast to Alistair McKenzie. Yep. There's a hole there that that really kind of replicates like what you would get at uh, at Augusta National. Mm-hmm. You know, so really just um really cool and then and the fact that every hole is different but they all kind of work together. I think it's one of those ones that just got to be experienced. I think you got to try it. You got to try it for sure. There's a lot of uh a lot of chatter about architects. You ask anyone in the state or around the state, "Hey, what do you think of architects?" If they've, they'll rattle that one off as one of their top favorites. It yeah. always comes into the conversation. And, and reason why, like I said, like it just it's a cool. And if you got a bunch really of nice like, too. you know, if you got a crew of guys who are who are golfers and real like even especially like architecture, you know, nerds in a certain extent, it's cool. You get a little conversation going on each hole and like finding out about the architect and and you know getting to experience their style and then feeling different styles throughout a course i think is really you kind tied of cool. your personal best there i did remember the rain was coming the rain was where we were rushing rushing shot 77 there personal best guy likes architects i do like that course <laughs> that's a great one um another one sea view right so you've got yes. the bay and the pines course again lots of history there uh sam sneed won his first major there right that's right and they've got the uh, lpga holds an event there if you can only play one though play the bay play the bay so back when it was like Sam Snead, like they would they would take an event and, and play. There's the two courses. They would carve out a course of 18 holes that kind of weave through both courses. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pines was like Pinehurst in New Jersey. Yeah, the Pines was. It was Pines was was a little more inland, tighter, uh, tree line shots, things like that. The the bay was more wide open, but where you can get in trouble was things like fescue water. Uh, lot of interesting bunkering around the greens. I remember there was one set of bunkers that cut across the middle of the fairway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's a, it can be a true test. Like I said, they play LPGA tour plays there often. You can play it long. Um, just a, a beautiful golf course, great greens, great views of, of Atlantic city while you're there too. Yeah. It's a must play. It's, it's definitely There's a must play. There's a reason play. why the LPGA plays there every year for a good reason. And that's, it's a great spot. Yeah. Uh, number two, here's one I haven't played. Nishanik. Yeah. Uh, that's always in the conversation. Have you played Nishanik? Get out to Nishanik. I've never been there. Yeah, so there's one that we, we can't say much to. So we, and we don't have much of an excuse to not play. It's public. We got to get out there so and play it. To get out there. That way we can we can review it a little bit more detailed for you guys. But uh, it's one of those ones that constantly comes up in the conversation. You Google it. You see some of the pictures. It's a beautiful golf course. Uh, and it's public. So mm-hmm. it's a terrific one. Uh, and then number one is one of our favorites if you've watched our, our channel we see you see we've played it countless times but it's bally owen right love here that course yeah and and believe it or not a lot of um a lot of the conversation when we talk about pu- top public golf courses first of all bally owen is when it comes to rankings from like golf digest and some of the others it's been the top ranked public course in new jersey on and off quite a few times so it's yeah. always in the conversation um but even a course that's it's just down the street as part of that crystal springs uh golf resort is wild turkey wild turkey is often on the list in fact i'd almost even mention it as an honorable mention but bally owen 
great links feel style course. Uh, you've got those holes that wrap around that the water. You got a little bit of water on the front, a little bit of water on mm -hmm. the back. You play it in the mid middle of the summer when the fescue's really grown in. It it can be really punishing if you don't hit yeah, fairways. Sure um, the wind is always up. Wind, yeah. No the, matter what time of the year, the wind it is. Doesn't up. seem to matter. Right, it doesn't matter. Wherever it is with the mountains surrounding it, you just get wind in that spot. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you get a really windy day, like a ripping day, like twenty mile an hour winds. You're feeling it. That's a tough Remember course. that shot on the 10th in the wind, the par five? We were playing that scramble. We yep. had the ball like 400 yards because of the... <laughs> I do. It was crazy. We had 100 left on a, par, on five. a par five. That's what this well, course will do, and it can work against you that way. It can. And the other thing, too, is we've experienced it from all the tee boxes. We literally have. We've done a tips challenge. We did a front... Uh, tease challenge tease, uh, yep. so if you if you're playing with different golfers of different ability levels it's a great spot for that because you can play the the further up tees and take a little bit of that the teeth out of it or you could play it back and put a huge premium on distance and, and accuracy because yeah. it, that mm -hmm. your score can go off the rails really quick there if you make a mental mistake or the complete opposite you can go really low there if you're if you if really you're know that course yeah. there's a lot of reachable par fives for some decently driver hitters that you can really score well there i'm even thinking the second hole is yeah, a one, par two. four depending on where the tee boxes are and how much you want to get crazy yeah. you can go right at that green i think some like really good golfers could even put a three wood on that green absolutely however you're putting all the risk involved because it's all carry otherwise the ball is lost mm -hmm. uh and and it's surrounded by some difficult bunkers that green so it can be a thinking man's course. It can be a lot of risk reward. Definitely can. So that's a big one. And then we have one honorable mention that I want to mention too. On the, that's not on this list. Ooh, that, what that do we got? Part of our, our our Jersey Shore tour, Scotland Run. Okay, with Scot the airplane. Scotland Run. Yeah, really kind of a fun course. It's got um, the airplane vibe. There's, there's an airplane out there, like an old airplane. Uh, in between two of the holes, mm -hmm. and it's got golf ball dents all over it because everybody likes to try to hit golf balls yeah, into it. Fun. Yeah, we had fun, fun doing that. that. The T markers are even little airplanes. Um, but it, I, I thought Scotland Run was in great shape, great clubhouse. Just um, it, it was just a fun course. And it's another one that, like, if you're putting a, if you were previous, I would say if you were putting like an Atlantic City run together, I would play like Sea View Bay. I'd play Twisting Dudes, I'd play Scotland Run, and I'd play Atlantic City Country Club. Well, now Atlantic City Country Club is now private. Yep. So the other three still one. hit them. I don't know if Ballamore's private, but that's another one that's up there. That's, yeah. But some So there's some great golf, there's some great public courses, there's some really incredible private courses. But this is our own our own rankings. If you guys would mix and match those or shuffle those up anyway, let us know about them. We always like to hear where people place golf courses on their own personal list and why let us know in the comments below um and then as we you know start to play more golf in other states we'll try to give you some more rankings in yeah, other areas so make sure you guys subscribe and uh make sure wherever you listen to your podcast spotify itunes whatever it is make sure you guys uh, subscribe and leave us a review there we appreciate that uh thanks for tuning in and we'll see you again next week